Just me and the bean. 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 Welcome to Me and the Bean. I'm me. And I'm the bean. And this is episode number... 64. So what's up, girl? I'm sore all the time and tired because I'm exercising and I love it, but I'm (laughs) so hard and I want faster results. Yeah, and that's the hard part. Yeah. I tried on all my fall clothes today, switching out my closet and um, I'm down in my weight, Mm -hmm. which is good. Uh, I think like seven pounds, which that's great. And I'm building muscle, so... I feel good about it, but I'm just, it's just taking forever. And trying to watch calories and fat intake and all that stuff, I hate it. I hate it. Why can't I just be skinny again? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I guess it doesn't help that I keep losing weight doing nothing. No, no, no. I'm proud of you. I'm not jealous or competitive. I joke with you about it, but <laughs> in all honesty, I'm very pleased with you our dog even has to lose weight yeah (laughs) our kids are real skinny though our kids are on a model (laughs) diet i don't understand how they're they eat cookies oh they they eat popcorn and cookies they eat so bacon that's it they eat their food they just eat so little they just eat like little tiny meals he's like okay i'm done they're little tiny people i know but plus they eat like five meals a day yeah, I do now. They say that helps. Yeah, I mean it's not meals. Yeah, it's like a like a little snack thing, and then I just want to know if anybody else out there, when they restarted an exercise program, it's been eight weeks now, and I go at least four times a week. I want to know if if other people had a slow women. I don't care about y'all men. <laughs> y'all men lose weight too fast. If the women when they started, if their weight loss was slower in the beginning because that would make me feel like I'm not alone because <laughs> <laughs> when I did Weight Watchers and with no exercise it was fast in the beginning and then got slower as I got thinner yeah but you were not starving yourself but you were on a big plan then because I remember you always saying I'm so hungry I'm so hungry yeah every day I so. was hungry all the time yeah. and now I just can't get hungry like that because I get mean and I don't want to be mean to the children. Yeah. And, oh, well. <laughs> We're going to get there, baby. It's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I feel real positive about it. It's just slow. Then we'll take a picture for the, the website and spandex. <laughs> Sweet. But we, we had a, I think we, I don't know, I can't even remember. It's been so long. I don't think we talked about the festival we went to. But we have a festival in town called the Autumn Lees Festival, and basically everybody's there. Everybody you ever went to school with, everybody you ever met, you will probably run into. And we had a brief encounter with the Lufanza girl, if you remember a couple episodes back, <laughs> about the you know uh, the Jewish people. They're so bad to the Jews that, of course, their planes still are not, you know. And I'll put links to that specific show in the show notes if you didn't listen to that one. But... <sighs> You know, there's just that apprehensive second that you look at her and you're like, does she listen to the show? Does she listen to the show? And then you're like, okay, she doesn't good. See ya. Bye. Hey, bye. And if she does, would she even recognize her own asinine comment? 
Yes, she'd have to. I would think. You think? I think. I don't know. If you if you really think in those ways, you might not. And there's one. It's so good. We can't tell you. It's so good. Oh, a story about someone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, people. You think that German was good? No. Doesn't hold a candle. <sighs> Maybe in a few years we'll be able to tell you, but just gotta hold that one back. Yeah. It is. It's a good one. The repercussions could be not fun. I know. No, 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 no. We cannot share, but we wish we could. So let's get off that topic so we don't <laughs> get into trouble. But we we had to go to a our, our first like kindergarten parent teacher meeting with all the parents in a you know in the music room, and then the teachers telling us what they're going to do for the year and everything. Right, the first quarter they don't send home a report card for kindergartners. Mm-hmm. They have this conference. Yeah, and so. The bean had to go earlier because she's part of the PTO. And dun da da da! <laughs> I'm the kindergarten representative. <laughs> One of them, right? There's One two. of two. And so she came in at the very beginning. She was already there. She had to go for a meet, and then she had to leave halfway because you had another meet. You had to go to three meetings in one night. <laughs> Absurd. So I was there. And, you know, they were going through the stuff and everything was sounding good and they were getting me jazzed about things I could do here to get Evan learning and stuff like that. And then I'm sitting there and I guess I'm not looking and I'm thinking about the stuff we can do and stuff. And then I hear, and if your child has not grown by the end of the year, and I'm like, has not grown. Like, I know I have bad grammar. You guys that listen to the show know I have bad grammar. And I was like, my, even my ears went, huh? And I look, and it's, it's it. her son's t-shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. Has not grown, people, as you will probably already know. If you want to use an ED for progressed, advanced. Yeah. Learned. Just kidding. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I got to tell the bean. So I've held it for these last week or so, oh. not telling you. But I was like, Man. I looked, and I was like, oh, God, that's his teacher. When he first started uh, preschool, we got a letter home, and I won't say from who, whom, whom sent that letter. No. <laughs> <laughs> but there was grammatical errors in writing all over it. Yeah. And I'm just like. <sighs> even I was like, whoa, hey. Spell check. That's interesting. Ooh, spell check, like not even complete sentences when it should have been, not like creative license where you're. Ooh, it was. Mm. The net has brought a big wave of that. Grammatical in no incomplete sentences. And sometimes they are acceptable. I think. Yeah, well, in like a lot narrative of writing, and, so, and I do it a lot in our descriptions. But yes, but when it's a formal letter home to the parents, yeah, just get a buddy and be like, "Hey, read this for me." <laughs> I mean, I make them. I make mistakes all the time, and you proofread for me. Yeah, but. Mm. And I'm actually good when I'm proofreading somebody else. Yeah. But not when I'm speaking or <laughs> Well, I think that's because your your mouth just goes as fast as your mind. Yeah. You don't have a filter like some of us. I listened to a show back later and went, Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh. Did you grow? Did you grow, baby? But we we had to go I to... really like his teacher. I a do lot. too. She's awesome. Yeah. She's really good. She is him. really good. Okay. We we went to we had to go to another wedding this weekend, 
for one of Amanda's family, and they had to leave before I did. And so I was up here, and the night I was supposed to leave, I got watching junk TV. She told me not to leave till late anyway, but I, I left a little bit later than I should have. A little later than you should have. Yeah, a little. <sighs> Hours. Mm-hmm. But I was watching... Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's like Trading Spouses again. I, I, there's so many shows like that. I can't remember which one. But it's on CMT now. I was flipping through. And they had this this like country, country, Cajun family from the swamps of Louisiana. I mean, they lived in the swamp. There was no like, they were in the swamp. Okay. And then this vegan, progressive, educated Non-swamp liver? House mom from California. Okay. And so I can't, I can't remember anything about the episode. I remember she was a vegan, hadn't eaten meat in eight years, and she she felt that she wanted to be a part of this family, make an effort because they weren't getting along, and so she tried alligator. And she's like, oh, this is pretty good. And I thought my friends are going to kill me because supposedly she's like the... I don't know. She's like the fundamentalist vegan. Oh, like she goes fun. and tells everybody how they should be and how they should eat and all this stuff. So she was like, well, my friends see this. I'm not going to understand. And, but anyway, the other woman, so nice, so awesome, so loving. Uh, the other woman's friends, the, the, the California woman's kids loved her, loved the Cajun woman. The father got along with them. Everything was great. And so when they, at the end, the two mothers have to meet and discuss what they experienced and what they think the other mother should work on, if any. And then she gives them a little folder with the money in it or whatever. Oh, I've seen the very end of one of those. And she, But the other mother gets to decide what her, the other family is going to do. Right. So the... The other woman just came in and just talked about how great the the Cajun woman came in and talked about how great the other the the California woman's family was and you know, they had so much fun and they did this and did that and the California woman just lectured like you don't give your son enough love he needs more love and all this stuff and the woman was like what are you talking about he's my best friend we do everything together we spend every moment together and this woman was just so like condescending this California vegan woman was so condescending and like self-righteous and just awful she's supposed to be living the calm life the pure life and she's just so pretentious and caught up in herself that i mean good lord she was awful just come off horrible in the show and then like so the cajun people get home and they read out what they're they get to do with their money and it wasn't exactly what they wanted to do, but they were thankful about it and happy. And they got this fifty thousand dollars. And you know, she, she, the hubris of this California woman. She, I guess this guy's a boat. He's a boat fisherman, or he did something, or like over half thirty thousand dollars of their money had to go to him getting a bio engine for his boat. Now I understand we're environmentalists. But there are so much other things that family needed than a friggin' bio engine. I mean, I'm sorry. In the swamp. And, but, and she, she gave them a lot of their other money for a roof and then this and that. And then, but they were happy about it. They were like, well, okay. 
we got this money, we're going to do great things. Great family, loving family. So she gets back, the California woman, to her family, two boys, a husband, and the mom. And they come back, and they're so happy to see their mom, and it's such a great thing. And they read off the first thing, and she gives a, a, a you know a good chunk of like a thousand dollars. She gives a thousand dollars to each kid, and the mom's like, "Well, you'll still have to work up your points before I give you the money. You have to earn that money." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "Okay, maybe she's just a little overzealous." And then she gives him like eight thousand. The Cajun woman gives him eight thousand to go on a Hawaiian vacation. Gives another chunk of money. Gives him another chunk of money to do something else for them. And gives him gives the the father a chunk of money because he always wanted to put a an organic orchard at the side of their house. That woman is livid. She starts bawling, crying. She is so upset because this is horrible. And an orchard? They didn't have that much land. What was the point? It was going to be a tree. And I was like, you're a vegan and you're talking like this? And she goes on and on and on about how horrible this is. And I knew she was going to do this to me. I knew this Cajun one, blah, blah, blah. And made this big deal. And then the last 20000 all went to her. And she was so happy then. But she never, you could see it in her mind that she was not, she had totally forgot that she just trashed this woman on national TV right before this and talked about how awful she was to have made them split that money this way and blah, blah, blah. She was just an awful person. Awful person. And like when she got to see her sons and she told them that she ate meat, they were devastated. Devastated. Because her son just said, all my life, she's told me that eating meat is evil and I cannot eat meat. And she would never let me have hamburgers or anything my kids, my friends were having and all this. And then she goes and does this. And the father was like, you're like the town crusader. You're getting everybody's face about eating meat and all this stuff. And what the? And she was like, I don't have to explain myself. And I was like, you're an awful person. And I'm glad I don't know you. <laughs> And it's just so funny that sometimes the people that are supposed to be the most relaxed or the most this or the most perfect are the most uptight assholes you'll ever meet. Look good on paper. It's like all those all those uh, congressmen and stuff that rail against homosexuality. It's a sin and it should be burnt out and then they're caught in homosexual scandals. You watch out for people that go on and on about an issue and the evils of that issue because behind closed doors they're doing it. I bet you money. And anybody that comes and tells you that they have the answer, run away. Run away as fast as you can. I don't care if it's an answer that you agree with, run. Because <laughs> it, it's no good. You mean if you rewrite Genesis, you should run? Yeah. You yeah. want to get into that? <laughs> no. It's an inside joke. We can't tell you, folks. <laughs> but yeah, if somebody comes up to you, even if you love them, and you, you, they tell you they're rewriting Genesis. Run. You run. Just run. You run. I can either laugh or cry. Laughing's way more fun. (laughs) Oh, we went to this wedding, though. Mm -hmm. An actual beautiful wedding and everything. Evan was the ring bearer. He was so nervous about it. Until he put on his tux. Oh, yeah, he loved it. Oh, he was so handsome. But he kept going, the metal's touching me. He's weird about things touching him, like tags and stuff. He's like, the metal of the cufflinks was touching him. And he was like, I was like, dude, don't you know? I think he's touch sensitive. You know how he is about getting stuff on his hands or whatever. Yeah. 
But I was like, dude, don't you know those are your super secret buttons? Yeah, you did great. I said, you push Such them, a good dad. and like a smoke screen comes, and you can disappear. People can't see you. And then you push this one, and it shoots out your missiles. And he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he so was all, all over buttons the buttons. Yeah. yeah. And then when he had to put his vest on, he's like, but my it's buttons. covering up my buttons. I can't push my buttons. <laughs> And the groomsmen took really good care of him. Yeah, and they were... The groom was really, really sweet to him. Awesome to him. Got him all this Star Wars, like, sticker books and coloring books and stuff. It just treated him great. And then, you know, they were playing all this classical music. They had, like, a little uh, electronic violinist. And his brothers in the Blue Man group, Tom Shad. um, But in Boston. But in Boston. His name's... Brian. Brian. So you might know him, Tom. He said he he remembers your name, but he couldn't remember because he was in, I guess, percussion... He was training. And I told you, you played the Chapman Sticks. And so you might know him, Tom. And and there was a, a bassist. And uh, the uncle was playing guitar, too. Rick's brother. He was there. He was sitting on the side in a chair. You're kidding. Yeah, you in brown suit. I didn't see him. Yeah. Not all night I didn't see him. Oh, he was there. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's real... You know how he does. Oh, he's very shy. Yeah, he, you couldn't tell. No. But anyway... He's a vegan. All the people walked. Hey, I got nothing against vegans. <laughs> I got nothing against vegans. He got really skinny being a vegan. Maybe that's yeah. what I should do. Yeah, but did, didn't you read that new report that uh, vegetarians and vegans' brains are smaller than meat eaters? Because fat makes your brain be good. I don't know. It makes it grow and be smart. It does. But I'm not saying that's true, people, so vegetarians and vegans do not write in. <laughs> I would do it if I could, but I can't. I don't like lettuce. <laughs> and I don't want to eat... Tofu. I don't want to eat something that's supposed to taste like something else. If I want that something, I'm going to eat it. I don't want to eat, like, the organic burger. If I'm going to eat something I want to taste like a burger, I might as well just eat a burger. No, wait a minute. Organic burger is not the well, same thing as being a You know what I'm talking about, a tofu burger or a soy meat burger. I don't know. Soy okay. bean burger. Good. What were you going to say? So, okay. Yeah, the grooms come. They were playing. And they had a great eclectic group of music like they had something classical and then they had like a, a Led Zeppelin song but they were playing it like classically it was real good it was and then when Evan walked by it was dun 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 oh it was a surprise the smile I didn't know that he broke didn't know. out over his <gasps> face he was so cute he said later he goes I felt like Darth Vader because I was dressed in black oh. and they played the Imperial March Oh, it was so awesome. Everybody in the crowd laughed. Oh, it was. It was great. Oh, he thought, oh, it was great. And then that whole night, he was just, him and Max, little dancers. They took that dance floor. Took it over. Yeah. And there was some flower girls, so he stayed with them the whole time. And they were teaching him dance moves. And he was just sitting there. He he looked like, I mean, he's sort of uncoordinated because he's a little kid. But he he was trying out James Brown moves. Yeah. Like he was doing his foot and doing a little shake shimmy with it and getting his arms and like doing a little, the, uh, the, I, can't, I can't explain it to you. If you've seen James Brown dance, you know what I'm saying? Not the, the fast footwork, but when he gets his arms and he gets them tight together, it's sort of shrugging and he's just getting those little feet just barely sliding. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was so awesome. Yeah. It was great. He had a great time. He, he did, did not want to leave. No. But Max went to me and goes, Bed, Daddy. Bed. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. We were done. <laughs> it was a beautiful reception. Yeah. Beautiful ceremony outside. Very, very cold. And this must be the new thing because it happened at the last wedding we were at. When the wedding party comes in, they announce them like it's a basketball game. Loved it. And coming in now is this and... And it's like, doom, 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 doom. Love it. And yeah. they had it planned. It's very young. Jewel and Matt, where when they came in... 
it was to I'm So Sexy, and they were just dancing funnily, and mm-hmm. it was really good. It was. It was their personality. Yeah. Yeah. Liked it a lot. <laughs> Something interesting we noticed, we don't, like I said before, we don't get political here, but in Mount Airy, I say 80% of the signs you see in yards are McCain signs. More and, than 80. And, and one of the... Uh, one of the houses, our friend Steve, I'll post a link to his blog. He uh, he found a house, and on one side of the sidewalk was McCain, and one side of the sidewalk was Obama. <laughs> and That's he funny. talked to the husband, and the husband was like, she put a McCain up, so I put an Obama up. Nice. And Split so it, household. And so it's, he said it was so funny, though, because Obama was on the, if you're looking at the house, yeah. Obama's on the left, McCain's on the right. And they didn't plan it that way. <laughs> so, you know, my, um. Amanda's mom had been up here, and she was like, you know, I, I really think, because it's been 30 years or so since a, a Democrat had won the state of North Carolina. And your mom was like, I think Obama has a shot to win North Carolina. I said, there's no way. There's no way he's winning North Carolina. And she was so adamant about it. I was like, and I found out why. You go to Asheville, 100% people. I'm not lying. 100%. I saw one. No, no. That's when we got out of town, not sort of out of town going to the, well, anyway, we saw one going out of town to the reception dinner or whatever. No, I guess it's a wedding. And then we saw one right at the country club, but it was a McCain and right below it was an Obama. But I mean, it was almost every yard had a sign in its yard and it was all Obama. I couldn't believe it. I was like, well, no wonder Margie thought that <laughs> Obama was going to win. If you go in Asheville, it's like. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Just the opposite of here. Yeah, just the opposite of here. It's different towns. I mean, it's. It's funny. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong, but I don't think there's any way Obama's going to win North Carolina. But that has nothing to do with me and the bean. Biden's coming tomorrow. Our friend's going to go see him. Yeah? Yeah. She's excited. I think that's neat. All I think of them. What all I, of them. Just, they say some of the stupidest things, all no, of them. I think what is neat is for someone to take a, a serious, active role in politics. No, I agree. Without running for office. To to stand up for whatever it is you believe in and go after that, I, I like that. Well, I mean, we all know the the, as long as you're on my the side. silly things that Palin said. I mean, even if you're a Palin fan, you got to admit that Katie Couric interview was, woohoo. And Biden's just as bad at saying crazy stuff. Like he's gotten trouble now because he said he he thought it was a closed ceremony. He didn't think it was a he it was a bunch of I guess very rich Democratic supporters to the campaign and he thought there was no reporters there and he was and I'm, I'm explaining this because Amanda um, she probably hadn't heard this yet but you guys probably all have he basically said if you elect us we'll be a, we'll be we'll probably be attacked by a terrorist in six months because they want to test us why would you say that why would you say that in public that's just now it's got it's got so much ammunition for the other side to say see they're even saying it Terrorists are going to test them. Come with us. We're already tested. Both of them. Just, they should not talk. <laughs> just smile and wave, folks. Smile and wave. Uh-huh. Um, he has a reputation for having no filter, though, between his mind and his mouth. Yeah. Don't Did, they call him fighting Joe Biden? Yeah. Because he gets up and just orates forever. Did you hear about when uh, he was he was at a crowd of people and he wanted to thank the mayor? And so he said... Get on up and take a bow. And the mayor is in a wheelchair. The mayor can't walk. He can't. He's like, get up. Oh. <laughs> it's like, ah. <laughs> Do your research, people. 
And like Palin the other night was going through all these things that she was going to do as vice president and take control of. And according to the Constitution, none of that's in her power. So it's like, well, do just, your research, people. You're just, running for a government. I won't say that. Never mind. So I'm not trying to go to one side. I'm I'm saying both sides are just have serious flaws in their brain to mouth. I think that's going to do it. I hate to end on a political thing. We're not political. Brain to mouth. Remember, you can reach us on the web at meandthebean.com or email us <laughs> at meandthebean at podcastrant.com or call us at 336-283-0576. Why am I even here? <laughs> <laughs> Boys, males, and promos coming up, coming up, coming up. Boys, what bells and promos should be up on a miss? What bells and promos are me like when I do this? Ass. What? Hey, Chad, Amanda, guess who this is? It's Rayquel, a.k.a. Sistress, another fellow pod feeder who we needed to uh, take a year and a half off. And uh, I just finished catching up with your shows while I was sitting at my desk at my job. Uh, yeah, it's like, well, I mean, I've had a year of suck, which I, uh, the last podcast I did, or one of them, um, I talked about. But uh, things are getting better now. I'm, I'm out of my dad's house. I'm in an apartment. Um, I have a job and that I've managed to keep for at least six months, hopefully. I can uh, keep it till the end of the year. Um, let's see, with this uh, whole economy thing, um, I may get laid off, or, you know, I may end up screwing up again, I don't know. But, you know, I try not to think negative these days. Anyway, it's like, you know, um, I'm glad that you guys are back. I'm pretty sure you're sick and tired of hearing that now. And it's good to know that, you know, the boys are growing up, and, you know, you guys still kind of have the whole Mayberry thing going on, and... You guys are the same lovable people that, you know, I, you know, fell in like with. It's like, I'm not sure if I'm really digging the beard, but, you know, since I, you know, don't ever have to see you naked or anything, Chad, I'm not worried about it. Just keep on being your hairy self. And Amanda, grad school, great. (laughs) I'm so jealous. I have to kind of finish, like, um... You know, a uh, associate's degree, that'd be nice, before I can even think about maybe grad school, but one thing I've thought about during my year of um, purgatory um, is when I get finished with my undergraduate degree, hopefully, um, then I'd like to go to library school as far as grad school is concerned. So be some, not necessarily a school librarian, but, you know, work within the library industry somehow, but not like a traditional library, because... I don't really do traditional that well. But, um, yeah, it's like you guys definitely got me itching to do a podcast. But, um, you know, it's like I still have to uh, <laughs> I have to deal with real-life concerns, and I'm not exactly sure how or when I'm going to be able to just jump back into it. I mean, you guys just have a knack for doing things seemingly easy. And uh, it's just great to hear about, you know, you guys, and I missed the laughter, and I just missed everything, you know, I miss a lot of other people, too, who I wish would come back, 
and uh, I'm on the bus coming home, so hopefully you won't hear all that noise in the background, and I should end this phone call before I go on way too long. So I guess I'll see you on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. See you guys later, and much love to you and yours. Bye. You heard all the noise, Rayquell. Oh. How dare you beat me? Hang up the phone, Rayquell. There you go. First of all, much love back to you, sistress. Secondly, well-timed phone call because the background noise sounds like ghosties. And it's Halloween time. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, like, So that was awesome. And I'm glad you're getting back on your feet. And I think library school is an awesome idea. A very good friend of mine from high school and college went on to get her library smart degree. I don't know what she has exactly, but she went to school for it. And I think she's some sort of research librarian and does something with like taking digital photographic records of very rare books and archiving them or something. She's some cool job. I never talked to her. We also have a listener that's a law librarian. Yeah. So, so there's that. So we've got a we've got a we've got a strong librarian contingent. <laughs> me and the bean. And you probably get to go to like cool conferences all over the country. That would be fun. Yeah, he's always twittering about those. So. Yeah. So you go girl. And yeah, I miss there's people that I miss. We talked about it Not last me. show. Podcast I wish would come back. I'm not nostalgic. I'm big nostalgic. See ya. She's lying to you guys. <laughs> She's you know who I miss a lot because they're one of the few that I listen to by myself mm-hmm. was the dog cast. Yeah, canine cast. Canine cast. Yeah. I checked back with them for many, many months and they moved and then it was, they were done. I miss Bib and Yaz. Oh, baby. I'd be on their show every week. See, they're the ones that got me so excited about podcasting because I would do their. They didn't ask me to. I just did it. I did all their promotion. I went on the boards and talked. To, uh, I run down their show notes. What was on their show and uh, people should go and here's the link. And I was. I just. I love those guys, man. You know, sometimes people and things come into your life for just a season, mm-hmm. and and they they're no less important, even though they were there for a shorter time than. Others, yeah, and and anybody who's never met Ray Quell, she's an awesome person. We met her at Chapel Hill at a podcaster con, and um, also met Nate and Di then Tom Shad. It was tons of people we met there. We met uh, Dave from the Word Nerds, just tons of people, and I'm forgetting a lot of people, which I tend to do. Hometown Tales, Hometown Tales, yeah, Brian and Jean, Jean. who are awesome people, yeah. They're good peeps. They're the only people I could hear in the restaurant because <laughs> they were right next to me. Yeah. That's the only people I remember. Tom Shad, I remember. Oh, and were Nate and Die there? I said Nate and Die. Oh. Yeah. I'm um, somewhere else. <laughs> so it's good to look back on it, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send an email to Bib and see if he can't send me. He promised to send me the whole Bib and Yaz collection. And nice. I haven't got it yet, so I need to, I need to send it to him. And, yeah, he's a slacker like me. He's not a slacker. He's doing... Library school. No. Tons of uh, rockabilly and psychobilly podcasts. So he's got a whole thing that became popular. So Nice. I'll put links in the show notes. 
but this is where the music stops so see ya bye